0: Thanks, Bandy. Just checking that these are on. Yep, they're working. Well, it's, um, I was thinking as we were singing some of those songs, and and it was, I couldn't help but think about some of the most riveting movies that you see, are the ones that actually you think it's heading in a certain direction, but all of a sudden it changes, and the guy that you thought was. The, the, the good guy turns out to be the bad guy and the ba- bad guy turns out to be the good guy or just as he's going to be caught that actual fact he doesn't get caught and they keep you on the edge of your seat that keeps sort of it leads you down one line of thinking and, and changes and I, as we were seeing those I couldn't help but think that uh, Jesus' life and death and resurrection is a little bit like that just as his disciples were all thinking oh know it's all over we're in trouble he turns up again. So uh, it's, a, it's, one of those good, it's one of those good movies. And I'd just like to... Um, a scripture that I, I shared probably a month or so ago um, that Jesus talked about, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And uh, there were three points, but I'd just like to drill down into those three points today. Um, I think I it took me about five minutes last time, but I'll we'll drill down and look at what those three things um, that what those three things that Jesus actually referred to. And I'll see if I'm going in the right direction here. Yep. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies. Now that mightn't look like wheat to you, but it was the closest thing seed that I could find. That is a seed of. Um, of a particular grass. We grow lemongrass, which is a, that you eat. Um, so that seed, when you think of it, it's, it's a weird one because a lot of our native grasses, not like wheat, where the whole crop ripens at the same time and you harvest them all. Um, lemongrass, I actually have to go and pick each ripe seed as it becomes ripe over many months. So um, bit of a pain, but they're the seeds. They've got little whiskers on, so they blow in the wind. And um, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. And there's three things that Jesus was actually um, teaching us. First of all, death wasn't the end. And he was referring to his own death initially, but he also refers it to ours Death is a transition. And uh, often we talk about death or we don't like to talk about death because, oh, no, don't want to talk about dying um, because we think it's the end. But Jesus taught us that it wasn't actually. It was just moving to a different form. It's a little bit like the um, larvae of a dragonfly. And the larvae of a dragonfly spend its life crawling around the, the mud, and that's why they're called mud eyes. They crawl around the mud in the bottom of a dam, and when it comes time for them to become a dragonfly, they actually crawl up the stem. They still look like a mud eye. But then their shell cracks and out comes this incredible dragonfly. Now, can you imagine that dragonfly trying to explain to all the other mud eyes that, you know, what it was like and, uh, and even what they were going to look like once they flew off? It's a little bit like that when we, we die. Like someone in heaven trying to tell us that this isn't all there is but there's a whole lot more when uh when we morph into something else and jesus talked about that he says he talked about it being a transition Uh, and unless that seed dies it can't transition into something else and so there's three things there and that's just a picture there of from those little fluffy seeds that's the uh, whole crop of lemongrass seeding again So that little seed had to uh, die and grow again to become what they're supposed to be. And now we can eat them. So death is not the end, the transition. And that's when Jesus told us about a new church being born. When he he was uh, raised from the dead, and uh, not only raised from the dead, when he ascended. In Ephesians, it talks about, Ephesians 4.11 says... And he was, it was he who gave some apostles, some prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers. They were gifts to the church. That was when the church was born, was at um, the ascension of Jesus. That was his plan and his purpose and that's what he sent to initiate the new church and to, uh, to prepare God's people for works of service. So those, they're the gifts that he placed within his body to prepare us that we could serve. It's not, about, um, it's not about everything for our benefits, it's so we can serve others, and so that the body of Christ may be built up. So we see there right at the start that Jesus' death and his resurrection were to instigate the church, and the the local church has become that part and they were the the part that he sowed into the local church but also the uh the larger body of christ so you don't have a, a full body without the the local body so they're all connected and um until we all reach unity in the faith in the knowledge of the son of god so that's our our aim as a church is to grow up into god and to become mature and to attain the full measure measure of Christ. So um, the second one was death to the old was necessary to bring new life in the kingdom. And um, death to the old means the stuff in our lives that needs to to go if we're to, to grow. Death in the old from the point of view of what Jesus was talking about, if he wanted to ascend into heaven and send his Holy Spirit... He had, the life that he had on earth had to die. But as that relates to us, it's about um, putting aside those things, dying to ourselves, the scripture says. He died for all that those who live should no longer live to themselves, but for him who died for them. So the stuff in our lives that we need to focus on, if we become selfish and live just for ourselves, we won't discover the life and the destiny that he's given us john 12:25, which is just after that first one says the man who loves his life will lose it while the man who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life hate sounds a bit strong but is basically talking about putting the kingdom life ahead and then we will find it you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off the old self which has been corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self. So there's a putting off and a putting on of the new self. And um, I'm reminded of um, a yabby. A yabby, if we're all familiar, the yabbies that crawl crawl around in the dams, they have to grow. If they don't keep growing, they die. But to grow, they have to put off the shell and put on a new shell. And if we're going to grow in God, the stuff we've got to put off in order to, to put on again. And uh, Jesus used the analogy about putting new wine into old wineskins. If you put new wine into new... You need to put new wine into new wineskins. There's a, a change that we need to happen. It's about putting off the self, the old self, and putting on the new. If we're to be, the new, if we're to be filled with the new wine from God, the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and that way we will live no longer for ourselves but to him. and then there's the death to the old is about putting down roots to the new and I've skipped a page here somewhere (laughs) but um so I just I'll just before we get to that one it's about recognizing the seed that God's put in us and um we need to remember the seed like an acorn doesn't always look like the tree that it grows into stuff in our lives that God has put into us doesn't always look like what it's going to be But we need to realize that God's put seed in us. Jesus said about the mustard seed, the smallest of trees, uh, the smallest of seeds, but grew into one of the largest of trees. So the stuff in our lives, stuff in your lives right now, that God's put there, that maybe we're not recognizing that God's put it there, but it's a seed, and it's going to grow. And it's that's the exciting thing: is to look to God and recognize, recognize the seeds He's put in there, recognize the seasons. There's a season in our lives when seeds need to germinate. There's seasons in our lives when we prepare the ground to put the seed in. And uh, there are seasons in, in it when it, there's the growing takes place. And there's a season when the harvesting takes place. We don't always see the fruit. We don't always see the, the grain. It takes time. And um, it's all about recognising those seasons. But if we were to focus on God's assignment for us the thing that he created us for and we're all different god's got a different assignment for us each and uh, and recognize how we need to 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 put down to put down our roots into god and and discover what he's got for us the kingdom of the kingdom of of god is about serving rather than getting and the world's the world's uh theory of success is more about getting whereas God's is more about giving and serving. And so we've got to watch that kingdom of self-gratification rather than the kingdom of God because it's only when we really do what God has called us to do that we're truly satisfied. So dying to ourselves doesn't mean to say, oh, no, I've, just, I've got to be a martyr, I've got to give up all the things I love. It's a matter of discovering what really satisfies, and that's in serving him. Sometimes we need to give up to go up. And that's one of, I think, uh, John Maxwell's um, laws of leadership. need to give up to go up. But we need to give up to move forward. We can't move forward in the things God's got for us while we're, we're hanging on to the things of the past. And there's, old, um, there's an old uh, saying that says, he who chases two rabbits catches none. And um, if you've ever tried to catch two rabbits uh you went okay that one no that one over no, like you go on in different directions but it applies to what things god's called us to sometimes we're too busy running after this and that and everything else that we don't actually catch the vision and catch the thing that god's got for us so there's a time to really focus and and everyone's different but we need to pray and get god to give us that um thing the things that we need to say no to um in our life are just as important as the things we need to say yes to because that might be that second rabbit that we run off to and um, and get distracted when we say when we have death to the old and about putting down new roots it was interesting that jesus talked about that in his parable in order to grow a new crop so he wasn't just talking about himself and he wasn't just talking about getting dead and buried but he was talking about growing if we were going to put that grain of wheat in this ground and it, he talked about it being fruitful and, and and multiplying and in jeremiah we read here it's like a tree planted by the water he sends down roots to the stream and uh it doesn't doesn't fear when heat comes its leaves are always green it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit and this is a promise if our roots go down if we spend our time dying is actually putting down roots into him dying to ourself and the direction that that would take actually takes us closer to god and takes us in a new direction for him and um Romans 12 says don't conform to the patterns of the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it takes a different mindset. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. So sometimes we think this dying is going to be giving up everything but it's actually gaining. It's gaining the things that God's got for us. It's discovering what his will is for us as we put down our roots into him and uh, and grow in him. And part of that is really getting into God's word there's a great scripture that um, was given to me once uh, by Peter Icarobi from from Papua New Guinea when he was here talking and he had words for us and he gave me this word is not the word like fire declares the Lord like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces and I take this as God's word if we have got hard things going on in our life if we press into god's word his words like that hammer that breaks the rock it will reveal stuff to us it will crush the hard things that things that are holding us back and uh and it will release us to be who god created us to be so his word is critical in our life if we want to go forward and uh we need to to allow his word to break through to to give us a breakthrough in those things it's also a matter of having balance in our life, and I can't read all those from here, but you might up there. This is um, Wes, Wes Hones, a Christian business coach, and part of his coaching is to get people to have a balance. The centre of that is success, and success might look different things, but he's talking about in business, but in life in general. We need a balance. If any one of those things is missing, it's like a wheel that's out of balance. And so... We need, to, uh, we need to have fun. We need to have recreation if we want to get a balanced life. We can't be sort of too sour. We need to be able to have fun. We need to keep fit and well. We need to look after our fitness. And uh, we need to take care of our finances because that's all part of life. We need finance. And we need to give our family time. Now, that's, a, that's, that's involved. With, if you've got children, you can't spend all your time growing a business and ignore your family, your children, or it simply means your spouse. You need to put that time in uh, connecting and you need to put time into your faith. Without your faith, without learning to drill down into God and uh, the scriptures we read there from Jeremiah that's like a tree planted by the water that sends down its roots. And that's what our faith is about, working on our faith um, if we want balance in our life. And when we get out of balance, suddenly we can, uh, we might get unfit, and then we might get sick, or we might don't look after our finances, and we blow it all, and then we're we're struggling there, or our family is not much use having all the rest of the success, but losing your family, um, or seeing your kids uh, go off the rails. So it's all a part of keeping everything in balance, uh, if we're to achieve it. And so. Having that balance with the five Fs um, is all part of putting, uh, putting down roots into God and allowing him to balance our lives. And, um, and we need to put ourselves in a growth environment. And um, Jesus said in uh, John 15 he says remain in me and i'll remain in you no branch can bear a fruit by itself but it must remain in the vine and uh, neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me so there's a pretty clear word from jesus himself there that talked about keeping that connection that critical relationship with god and um, you know certain the certain things we need to to remain in that growth environment and in those five Fs are all part of it, the, um, the faith, the family, finance and fitness and fun. But it's all, it's a matter of watching that environment and certain fish grow to a certain size. If you have a little fish tank and then you put that fish into a bigger tank, it will grow bigger. And uh, we're a bit like the fish. We need to be in the right environment if we're to grow. And... Um, you know, um, we always learned when we were studying um, genetics with stock, stock's growth was equal to gene- genetics plus their environment. Eighty per cent of a, an animal's growth depends on environment. You can have a really genetically capable lamb or calf, but it, if the 80 per cent is missing, it won't grow. So it's got to be on the right food. And we're the same. We need to uh, put ourselves, if we're to grow, to be who God created us to be. We've got to place ourselves in the right environment. And in that environment of growing in God, there's, um, the scripture t- teaches us a few things. And one of them is thanksgiving and, um, and worship. And uh, the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, in everything give Thanks you know, if we go around grumbling and uh, looking at the negative side of everything, we're not going to be who God created us to be. We need to be able to be thankful. And um, it uh, really hit me afresh when I, I read the book from Merlin Cruthers about From Prison to Praise. And that guy saw absolute miracles by praising God for things that were happening. Seen things that looked terrible, but he would praise God and he would see them reversed. That's that twist in the story like in the movies when you see oh no this is going to come this is terrible and God's able to turn it around he saw mighty miracles and people healed when he just praised God and sometimes we need to get our thinking away from looking at the negative to to looking at um to looking to God and praising him even when we don't see the answers and in Ephesians 6 it talks about praying in the spirit on every occasion on all occasions and uh it's when we tap into god and uh spend time even praying praying in tongues that we're able to not understand what we're praying but we can break through into an area that god's got for us and um things that we mightn't have even thought of before but it's it's uh it gets through when when our mind won't get through and god's able to um drop things into our heart when we pray in the spirit and uh, it's all part of actively putting down our roots and growing in our relationship with him. Um, it's a bit like growing in human relationships. It just takes time and takes commitment. We don't grow in relationships with our spouse, just automatically it takes time and, and commitment. And um, with God, it's, it's a matter of getting a fresh revelation. And uh, it's no quick fix. It's a matter of being able to spend time... With God, I think one of the key lessons to growth in God is learning to depend on Him, and that He is our source. Remembering that God is our source—it's not your employer, it's not the government—when things seem to fall in a hole, it's looking to God and realizing that God uses our employers, He uses the government, and all, or whatever other out there, but our source is actually God and it's him we need to look for and um so there's a couple of parts to connecting with god one is time with him time alone with him as um in mark six forty six, jesus went up to the hills to pray by himself he's he'd pray all night sometimes but if jesus needed to take that time how much more do we if jesus needed to tap into his father how much more do we and just time with the body each part has a a part to play and uh Proverbs 27 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens his friend. It's connecting with others. We're, we're not meant to be islands, but uh, we're there to connect, to connect with each other. So all that's part of growing, part of connecting. And um, so we need to tap into that source and give ourselves that time. And we need to recognise the distractions that could be interfering with that time and uh when we do that that um when we do that we'll we'll start to see i think huge things just bit by bit but moving and uh, as god puts things in our lives we need if we see things from a bigger perspective we start off as that little seed but it grows into a massive tree but that can take sometimes generations and the little things we do can affect our kids And then and their kids and so you start to look at things from a generational point of view Uh, they don't always turn out the same time as we see them so we go back to that first scripture that we look at that jesus said unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies it remains a single seed but if it dies it produces many seeds so death for Jesus was not the end, but a transition. The same for us. Death to the old life was necessary to be, bring in the new kingdom life. And it's challenging to think, well, what does a kingdom life look for me? What's it going to look like? And we, you know, we, we read the Lord's Prayer before. And I find that interesting that one of the key things Jesus prayed for he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's not just about heaven. It's about bringing the kingdom to earth. And that new kingdom life is part of the assignment God's got for us on earth. It's, it's bringing God's kingdom into people's lives we meet. It's about loving and caring and serving and all those kingdom things that, in, that we need to put into this life. So death to the old life is not just about looking after our, uh, the things that, that we want to do, but it's about serving God, and then we'll discover the life he's got for us. And then it's about death is also about putting down roots and growing ourselves in God, and then we can bless others, we can grow our families, and we'll reach a lost world when they see, um, when they see what the kingdom is doing in our life and we can reach others. So I'll leave it there and I'll hand back to Andy.